0: and welcome to episode 35 of the Arcade Raiders podcast. This is what happens when you give a group of content creators a microphone and an amazing audience. I'm Jeremy and with me to help deliver in these weekly shenanigans is my good friend Jesse. Jesse, how are you
1: doing? Jeremy, I am damn tired and it's only Wednesday. We're doing some (laughs) Wednesday, guys. Not Friday. Different. Slightly different. Yeah, a little bit bit
0: more different. We are doing this a little earlier this week because Jeremy is... I'm going to talk in third person. Uh, Jeremy is going away for a couple of days to spend some time with his family. So,
1: yeah. I'm going to talk third person, too. Jesse is shocked. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's time. I haven't taken a vacation day in
0: um, a year today, actually. Today is the f- – it'll be a year that I've taken a vacation day.
1: So No, you, you need know. that, man. You need to do that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Every now and then you need to take – break rank and go do some stuff, right? And uh, I sure, think. I
1: guess. I mean most of my kids are pretty much sitting on my couch like just like watching TV. Honey <laughs> oh, want get up? No, watch One Piece. Shh. <laughs> hey, that's
0: fine. Vacations do not have to always be going somewhere or visiting somebody. It is totally okay to have a vacation where you just sit at home and do nothing.
1: I mean, that's like every day for me though. It's like, okay, get home. Okay, <laughs> now what? We are here. And speaking of here, folks, we are here
0: to discuss the video game news. Lots of stuff is going on, and we're going to take a look at that right now. Uh, but every week, we like to take a look at the news going on in our world. It's time for some arcade raiders news with Jesse.
1: Welcome to arcade news, guys. Let's take a look news desk this week. Oh, we got some actual AR news. Actual AR news that Jeremy is going to give. Jeremy, what's going on with RK Raiders? Okay,
0: friends, so we've been doing this podcast for almost a full year now, and we have um, been, I guess, invited, or been given the opportunity to join a podcasting network. Um, we will be joining a network of podcasts, of uh, different things uh, between pop culture and you know um, other stuff, and we are officially joining the Rogue Media Network of Podcasters. Um, this is a, a group of folks that do different, you know, different, different ideas, different things uh, here in Texas. So we will be the first part, you know, the first video game podcast part of that network, and it's going to be really cool. We're pretty excited about it. It's a way, you know, for us to uh, increase our audience and um, have some more fun and build our community. So we are proud to be part of that rogue network, and we are going to be. You're going to see our name more and more. You're going to see it more and more across. But, like I said, um, it's a Texas podcasting network that was kind of um, founded to to help people promote their content and supported by a pretty good production team uh, that that really wants to focus on success and bringing our podcast to more ears. So we've decided to join the Rogue Network. That doesn't mean anything really changes. It just means we're going to be um, we're going to be promoting each other across. Uh, you know, social media, and we're going to get some more promotion across social media, which is going to be really cool, and we're pretty excited about it. Um, some of this is our are, are kind of news shows. Some of them are informative. Some of them are entertainment. Um, some of them are, you know, deal with social issues. Um, there's even one that talks about hip hop, which is really cool. Um, so it's just as a whole group of amazing humans and amazing people. And we kind of lucky to have the opportunity to see how far, you know, we can spread our wings and meet new people and You know, work the arcade Raiders thing. What's that?
1: So, so when do we buy Bentleys? The money here.
0: (laughs) Well, our our courtesy company Teslas are on their way.
1: Cool, cool. So
0: I hope you like red. You know, that was that was our option. uh, Uh. Red, (laughs) really? (laughs) We we can be picky about the Teslas we get. Uh, But no, it was just it was it was kind of a cool opportunity, and we decided and talked about it, and here we are. So now we're going to be kind of promoted through Rogue Media Network, and they're library and catalog of podcasts you're still going to be able to find us on you know Spotify um, iTunes Google music or whatever uh, but now it's going to extend over to like Stitcher and other premium podcasting sites to find podcasts on
1: Yeah, it's going to be very big I'm, I can't wait to see what happens now
0: that's right we're going to have a big party I guess
1: I don't know uh, woo. <laughs> uh, I, got, I got a pop ringer somewhere hanging on I don't know Okay, so let's go in some some news here. Okay, we got so just today of like June seventeenth, we got three Pokemon games surprisingly in the works. Uh, First one we're talk about is Pokemon Smile, a game that teaches kids how to brush their teeth. Um,
0: (laughs) don't know what to say to this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty much like goes on your phone. You put down. And your kid brushes his teeth in the cell phone and watches Pikachu kick the ass out of Bacteria. <laughs> that's the whole game. Um, wow. Kick that Bacteria's ass, Pikachu. Go, do a Pikachu. Kick his ass. Uh, next, we got Pokemon Cafe Mix, which is going to be a free Switch title. And that's like one of those you try to match like x together at mm-hmm. once. Yeah. Not Mass 3, but like a match tile game. You know, we'll, that's going to be free soon, hopefully. And finally, we get the we get the game that I've been itching for for a while. We're getting an Four Classic. We're getting Pokemon Snap, like a full fledged three D, texture looking Pokemon Snap, and I seriously cannot wait. for this. Did you did you see the video?
0: I, I did see the video. It, I uh, I don't know. I just I you're a huge Pokemon fan, and I've tried so many times to get into it and i mean this game was fra- i remember this game on the nintendo 64 because isn't that why they kind of touted the use of the joystick you know was you able to kind of loosen your camera view and take pictures right wasn't that yep. kind of the whole the whole idea with that yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah the whole point of the game with the, you know snake picture pokemon and then you'll go to a blockbuster now uh kids that don't understand what a blockbuster is blockbuster is where you go re- video games and movies but they had
0: these whole like Wait, is that that red box that you see at gas stations?
1: Yeah, similar to that, but bigger. (laughs) (laughs) But an actual store, kids. (laughs) An actual store, yeah. And you'll go there, you'll... You'll friggin' bring a cartridge, plop it in the machine, then print off stickers of the Pokemon you took pictures of. So it's kind of cool. Like, if you have one nearby, it's like, Oh my god, it's so nice. Then you realize your parents don't want to bring you all the way to Blockbuster. Let's let's get pictures of your Mew. I mean, the fuck.
0: Yeah. Uh, again, I remember I played this game when it was out on Nintendo sixty four, probably when I was in high school, and eh, it didn't even interest me then. But I know you lots enjoy, of people love this You
1: enjoy this game. pelting a Pikachu in a head with apples for like five minutes straight.
0: <laughs> what the hell! So they're bringing this Nintendo Switch. I wonder. I don't. I don't know if they said it. Is it just Switch, or is this going to be like a mobile game too? You it know, seems like I it would be perfect mean- for a mobile.
1: I, I I feel like it's just just switch only.
0: Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah I know I mean, people are excited about it. You know, um, it's coming, bringing it back from the Nintendo 64. Um, wasn't the the cartridge yellow? Or was there a different color cartridge for this? No, it the was 64? gray. Oh, oh, is it I just normally gray? gray? Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Did they make like a maybe a Rumble Pack for the 64 that matched with this? Maybe. I don't know. It seems um, like there was some other accessory that went along with this.
1: Okay. Wait, let me see. It wasn't with Snap, it was with Hey You Pikachu, and mm. they added a microphone to it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And it was Pokemon Stadium, I am thinking you're, you're thinking of there. Gotcha. It had a transfer pack, and what you'll do is you'll plug the transfer pack in the bottom of your controller, and put your Game Boy Cartridge of Pokemon Red or Blue or Gold or Silver, whatever the hell you had, mm-hmm. in there, and you can transfer your Pokemon from that game to Pokemon Stadium. So it was kinda of nice for to play like a three version Pokemon back in the day. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah.
0: Huh, interesting. Well, hey, if people are happy about it, you guys get happy and you play the hell out of that Pokemon Snap.
1: And speaking of people being happy, oh, get look who's not happy again this time, Nintendo. That's right, Nintendo is pissed off at Animal Crossing Black Market. In case you are not aware, people have been selling off villagers for real life money and in-g- and in game money as well. Uh, some for going for about a thousand bucks. I mean, people crazy. are spending a thousand bucks on one character. The hell! Uh, Nintendo warns that it continues to, to be penalized. No word on how to be penalized. So Nintendo to step into this black market and destroy it. <laughs> uh, the the hell really like? I think I this mean, is amazing. <laughs>
0: It's so amazing, <laughs> amazingly funny, um, Nintendo, calm down. Um, I can no, see. I keep see. Going, it's, please. I see. It's probably somewhere against Tos. You know, it's just like back in the day when World of Warcraft first came out, and yeah. there were a bunch of players that were leveling these higher level characters and maxing out their stats, and you know, getting gear from the top tier dungeons, and they would just go around. They would then turn and just sell the characters. Like that's against Tos. But hmm. I, I don't. I don't know. Um, how they're going to, how are they going to ban people? Are they going to- I don't know. Are they going to go like, is it going to be like an undercover sting? Like, yeah, man, I got your, I got your uh, 10 million Nook coins. Yeah, I'll go to your island and then like, boom, you're caught. You know, what is it like a, is it going to be like a police sting that they're going to find these people on? I don't understand.
1: I think maybe they'll just like break the switch if you can. I'm not sure that's possible. Maybe like mm. for better online play. yeah. There's probably
0: some, there's
1: gotta be some database,
0: you know, number assigned to your character and assigned to your account, assigned to your, you know, game, I'm sure somewhere. Um, so I'm sure they could track it like that, but how would they know unless they actually went to one of these bidding auctions or bid on one of these auctions and made contact with Like, I don't know how they could just can't, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know how that Nook Market site works, so.
1: I don't know either, uh, Nintendo. <laughs> I I, I I swear to God I haven't been on that at one of those sites in a while. I checked out that Nook like that Amazon or Nookazon. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, fair trades. Gotcha. You want these villagers for this thing? No problem. I'll just do the trade. You know.
0: Yeah, exactly. But they they use in game currency.
1: Yeah, they use in game currency. So, so like, the black market uses real money. It's like, <laughs> it's like, who's gonna blow a thousand bucks on one on one villager?
0: Hey, man, you know what? You think that, but, man, there are people that are willing. I saw those those uh, Warcraft accounts and EverQuest accounts going for upwards of like two, $3,000. I mean, so people will pay for that. Crazy, huh? Well,
1: well they would. They will freaking pay for that. Speaking of paying, uh, you guys missed it last week. H.I.O. raised $5 million for yes. racial justice. They sold a bundle with our 1,500 games and some projects in there. So that's good on H.I.O. for raising that much for racial justice.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of money. That's It's really cool that they raised. So half of the money went to um, the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund. And then half of the money went to the Community Bell Fund um, to help um, protesters and, and people that were arrested um, for the wrong reason You know, to help pay their bell. And then, of course, the NAACP Legal Defense Fund. That's pretty understandable. Um, but yeah, so over $5 million. That is just... That's crazy, and the amount of people that stepped in to, um, you know, give their game. Um, I bought it. Did you buy it?
1: I did not buy it because I was, my whole thing was like, I, I supported it in that way. I paid um bundle, but mm. I gave all my tip, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's perfect. That's perfect. You know, Um, so um, um they actually ended up raising $8 million.
1: $8 million? $8 million. Was, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, they went and, way over, but, um, and there's some good games on there, too. Um, Night in the Woods, I know, was one. Celeste was one of them. Um, there was just a real Minute I think Minute was another one that was really big on there but I mean it went to a good cause it was five bucks um, it was a way to donate to two really good causes so yeah. good on you H.io for doing that
1: and our final big story well we got a new Star Wars game that w- works here Star Wars Squadrons we talked about it a while ago on the show I remember we talked about something like flying game we talked about trying to figure the hell it was mm. we figured it out Star Wars Squadrons it's going to have a single player campaign and a 5v5 multiplayer. It's Pretty much going to be dogfighting TIE Fighters. And your X-Wings. Oh, boy. I mean...
0: I, I think it looks as, cool.
1: I, it looks cool, but I just hope and pray it's not going to be like Battlefront.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Well, they're not using... Um, it's not the same developer. fight... No, I don't think it's the uh, same developer. No, it? it's
1: not the same developer. No, it's not the overall. Okay. So we're safe there. But I'm looking at EA, and I'm just like, please learn your lesson. Yeah. Don't put a loot box system on this. Yeah. For the love of God.
0: I I don't mean. know. I mean, it's from my understand, it looks like it has a little bit of a single story mode, um, but not a huge single story mode. I mean, the game's only going to be 40 bucks US, so yeah. it's. I don't think it's going to be a huge game um, as far as story, which is fine. I mean, there's one mm-hmm. reason you're playing this game is because you want to, f- you know, you want to fly those specific fighters. Um, but I don't know. They Did Did they announce how they're going to add new things in yet? Or I think this was very new. It just kind of showed some things, right?
1: It kind of showed some things. Um, no idea on a release date just yet, I believe. I'm yeah, all no in. No idea on a release Actually, I've got reason to hear. Uh, October 2nd.
0: Yeah, there it is. I just saw it too. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. On PS4, Xbox One, PC. Oh, this is good. PC via Steam, Origin, and Epic Game Store. Awesome. So giving people which more fi- of an option. Which is
1: finally great. It's yeah. finally great we're not having to be separate like that.
0: Yeah. I, I was really worried that it was going to be like a, a strictly EA Origin you know, thing. Um, but that's good it's good it looks pretty cool um, apparently it's supposed to take place during um the decline of the empire after uh return of the jedi so that's going to be awesome to see some more of that kind of story to branch into you know ray's story and after after all that happened
1: and i guess that's news that's sweet guys uh tune in next week we'll have more crap my desk take care
0: All right, folks, this is the segment of the show in which we take a letter or note from a gamer out there and discuss that question or topic. We're going to be doing a little bit different this week. Um, The question was, yes, this is the question, PC gaming show, question mark, what were your thoughts, question mark? So I'm going to let Burger or Jesse take over on this one and kind of go down the list of what happened or what was shown at the PC gaming show. And we'll kind of talk about some things as we go through.
1: Oh boy, I sat through the whole two hours of this, and dear God, there was a bunch of games. We're going to take the best of the best and not give you all the random, like, oh, we're a new map to this game. We're getting rid of that stuff. So we're going to start at the beginning of the show. We got Valheim from Coffee Stain Studios and Iron Gate. This is going to be a Viking adventure RPG arc-like. And I, I saw this one a few times, and I was like, Okay, it's kinda of cool seeing like Viking stuff and all that other stuff and you get to fight mythical creatures and all that stuff. I I I enjoyed what I saw. You know? It was kinda of like seeing Conan. <laughs> yeah. I But now we got the game that we've been waiting for since last year. We reported this guys news a few times. Ooblets is becoming to Epic this summer. So we got we got an early X release date. Mm-hmm. For this summer. Not sure what time, but Ublitz is coming, finally.
0: Yes. It looks really cool. I, I was I was it really does. excited to see it and I'm you know, this was the also the game that got a lot of got a lot of crap and flack too, right?
1: Yeah, and yeah. we shunned those people yeah. that gave this game crap and flack for choosing Epic. Grow yeah. up.
0: Yeah, grow up. Um no, but this game looks really cool. It looks really it looks really sweet. Um I'm I'm kinda curious about it. It, it really acts as the summer. I don't know if they opened the early access yet, though, or if it's just going to be sold through, you know, like Epic or whatever that you can get. Early I think access it's going to that. be sold through Epic, okay.
1: like doing Steam. Yeah. So it's not just a sign
0: up for early access; like you, you, yeah. you purchase it like normal. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, like get beta. Yeah, good, good. Um, I'll pay for it. Uh, I think I think oh, me and oh, you made a even you made a comment several times. We're going to pay for it twice to um, stick it to the jerks out
1: there. I'm going to buy one for me, one for my wife, so going to buy it twice.
0: Yeah, I might buy one for me and then one for somebody in the community or somebody in the stream that's interested in it.
1: Yeah. Up next, we got Torchlight 3, a Diablo-like game that came to Early Access that day. And I was so excited to see this game be played. Or just shown off. Like, oh, Torchlight 3. Oh. Whew. But, that's my hypeness. We're gonna go into Jeremy's hypeness. <laughs> <laughs> and it was announced by greg miller himself persona 4 golden came out on steam that day too yes um
0: <sighs> so here's my experience with that the second it was announced like of course steam was flooded um yeah. i was so excited I, the second i got like i got like 17 messages i got texts i got dms in discord i got dms on twitter um, because I loved Persona 5 so much. And that was my first Persona experience. So Persona 4 Golden, I bought it. And normally when you buy something on Steam, it goes through immediately, right? Yeah. So I chose, I've got funds in my PayPal. So okay, I usually pay through PayPal. Um, it sat there and loaded and it loaded lingered. and oh. loaded. And I was like, what the hell? I have never experienced this. So it would not let me purchase the game. So every time I, when I clicked on purchase again, it says, I'm sorry, there's already a transaction in process. You're gonna have to wait. I was like, okay. So after about an hour, it still hadn't shown that I purchased the game. Um, and so I flipped out a little bit, long story short, it took about another two hours for it to show that I purchased it. But then I had to cancel the order um, and repurchase it again because something got screwed up with the PayPal system between Steam at the time. So I was, I was very anxious and nervous uh, but it was fine once I started playing it. <laughs> I'm really excited for Persona 4 Golden just because it is actually considered... There's always a, a debate on what's better, uh, Persona 4 or Persona 5. And the the debate always kind of leans towards the Persona 4 world um, as it being one of the best RPGs ever made. Um, and I'm enjoying it so far. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. But I was really excited to see this. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Okay,
1: moving on to the show, we have some more indie stuff. Uh, Next, we got Icarus. It was a kind of like you drop in from space, and it came like arc. We had to build stuff as fast as we can gather stuff, but you were timed. And this came from the people that made Daisy. Mm-hmm. Moving on the show here, we got our first look at Evil Geniuses Two: World Domination. Uh, it's a base builder, of course, and. Uh, yeah, you know, I have West Off in there. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool.
0: It looked really cool actually. I would I, it was yeah. it kinda had a neat concept. It kinda grabbed me. I think what grabbed me too was the animation of the of the evil geniuses. Oh definitely. Of the players. It really I was like, oh that's it reminded me of Incredibles. Actually good question.
1: I mean, sorry for all you incredible fans out there. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well just
0: the the animation of the Incredibles, it really yeah. it really caught me and I was it was kind of exciting.
1: And of course we got a more deeper look into Godfall and this is what they said it's a melee slasher looter so borrow lands melee
0: i still don't get I, even after watching the gameplay and stuff i i yeah. still don't get what this game is about um I, I i i know i know well i know what it's about and i see it yeah. but i still don't i still don't get it I would you
1: still don't see the purpose. Yeah. yeah,
0: like I'm okay. You drop these these people that are, I guess, god killers. You know, in in these maps, and they fight. Like I don't, I don't know. It, it kind of reminded me of, like Destiny in a sense. Am mm-hmm. I am I thinking wrong or please correct
1: me if I'm wrong? But uh, I think I I don't know what to think either. Like at this point, I see the game like multiple times, and I'm like, okay, so it's not god of war yeah and it is not borderlands then what is it <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that's us that's us yeah, yeah. i feel differently but that's us
0: yeah it's it's definitely a wait and see for that one it's not one that i'll be grabbing on day one
1: something might be on day one is Fate tactics a throwback to the good old days of uh final fantasy tactics yeah it looks really this, cool. game, oh, this game oh that's gonna look cool and out, out this summer over. too. So you mean where we're like calling the work and I playing up a Fade tactics and hope it's like final fantasy tactics? <laughs> uh maybe, maybe. Okay. Don't give me ideas. Okay, we got Blanco's Block Party, stand in title here. I crappy not. This is kinda like one of those like Roblox, you build your own fun type of games, you know, you build your game in the game. And I thought that was like okay, that's different. It had these neat kind of design, not like super cheesy ish. Uh, now we got Everspace 2, a space RPG, where you just fly around and have some fun. And then, Mafia Definitive Edition was shown off, the remake, which, you know, I I would definitely mess this game now. Don't know why, it looked nice, nice facial animation, definitely great to see it as a definitive Edition. Then we got Among Trees, which is a first-person survival, and this game looks so super chill. Yes. Mm-hmm
0: this is this one caught my eye um, the art style really caught my eye and in the way they were interacting with things also looked interesting to me. But no, this one, this one's definitely on my list. It's coming out this summer as well. Yeah. And it's now in early access, of course. But it's an Epic Games exclusive, I believe.
1: And yeah, I'm saying both you. Like, the art style was on right choice. It reminded me of Firewatch, but... Oh, yes. oh Firewatch is you
0: great. Know, Firewatch is freaking <laughs> awesome. It was one of the best indie games I've ever played.
1: It's like I never had so much fun as walking around a forest.
0: Yeah. The voice acting was really good. The Just the tense moments was super good. I don't know, man. That game was just... It was kind of in a league of its own, in my opinion. Anyway, continue. We d- We digress, yeah. folks. We don't. We're
1: going to keep blabbing <laughs> on. That's what we do here. We go on random tangents and we talk about video games. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, next, we got Mortal Shells. Uh, this is pretty much Dark Souls, but you sp- you possess enemies, mm-hmm. which I thought was a little different. Um, then finally, we got a remaster to a classic, Shadow Man. Which is weird seeing a '64 game get a remaster, but it still looks like the '64 game. It looks it looks so strange, man. I
0: remember <laughs> when I first saw it, I was like, "This game sounds familiar." And then I looked up the the original cover for the video game box, and it's that dude like holding a skull. The skull. Um, yeah. And I was like, "Oh, I remember yeah, glasses. this game. Yeah, yeah. Was a skull. Yeah, yeah." And then I remember, I was like, "Oh, that was in a that game was made by a claim." Um, I don't think it's a claim anymore, but yeah, yeah.
1: No, Acclaim went under because yeah. of
0: bad choices. Money and greed. We can just say it that way. Bad choices. Anyway.
1: <laughs> uh, next was Shadows of Doubt. Now, it's, this is a tech simulation game. I know you're not feeling the tech of stuff because you played Disco Elysium and you're just like, I'm done.
0: Yeah. No. I, yeah. Disco Elysium was just not the game for me. So many people loved it. I was one of the opposite people that just did not like it.
1: And next on the list, we got Haven. Uh, it's pretty much two flowers on a lost planet, and it's an RPG. Interesting. Which, it, it looked kind of nice.
0: Yeah, was that the one where they, like, have to get out of their space home or habitat and, like, go get equipment and uh, minerals and things like that?
1: You're thinking of uh, Icarus.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: Yeah, this is, like, pretty much, like, a nicer graph, It had, like, more calmer, muted gra- graphics. More kind of cartoony uh, kind of graphics a little more. Yeah, you know? no, this is the
0: one I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. It was the one yeah. I was thinking about, but it was... Isn't that the one where they kind of fly across the... Yeah, yeah, this...
1: Okay, Yeah, I remember this one. Yeah. Like two alien things, yeah. Now, forgive me, guys, but next one we got is all off Champions of Four Kingdoms. And this kind of reminded me of Pillars of Eternia right away when we saw it. Because it had the whole, like, asymmetric... And it's like, oh, action RPG. And I was like, this reminds me of Pillars so bad. Mm-hmm. Now I want to play Pillars. Great that's great
0: i mean that's uh, that's a really popular game and there's there's so is. many there's so many games coming out that look like pillars of eternity or you know diablo or stuff like that so we got a lot of those all of a sudden
1: um next we got another look at new world it was to be a MMO open world medieval type of game and it use magic so this is from amazon games it's their first game they're doing i'm looks- gonna give it a hard pass
0: it looks Man. very. It's very similar to um, Elder Scrolls Online. And hey, Amazon's doing something. You know, we we got a new studio out there, and I think some of the some of the folks in that studio are, are some of the top notch folks in the industry. So hey, they're they're trying their you know hand in the video game industry and and development. So I mean, let
1: them let them. We need more yeah. developers. That isn't like you know super giant yet.
0: Yeah. Plus, with MMOs, it's really hard. Um, it's still hard to break into MMOs. Since you've got, you know, the big the big ones that are still so popular. World of Warcraft, um, Elder Scrolls Online, and Final Fantasy XIV. So, um, mm-hmm. but the thing that's going to have... The thing that's helping out New World, probably, uh, will get a pretty good fan base at the beginning, I think, is that it's not... It doesn't cost to play. So, I think Which that's... Which I
1: think gonna, is a smart idea, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's going to help the game out a little bit. I don't know. We'll see on that one. But the game comes out pretty soon. I believe August.
1: I think it's August, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh Following that, we got Twin Mirror, which is a psychological first-person horror game. Which I was getting like big Alan Wake vibes from this. When I saw it. Yeah, I agree. Like all, you, pretty much like we only saw a few scenes from it. Nothing too big. It wasn't like The Village, but it was definitely remind me a lot of Alan Wake. Can we say it's psychological horror? Yeah, my head. I'm Goes to that game.
0: Yeah, and this was also done. This is also being done by. No, don't nod. Um, the -hmm. folks for Life is Strange so you know they do really good stories like their storytelling is really good Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm kind of excited to see this one because I love Life is Strange I think Life is Strange is a fantastic game Um, games because there's more than one now you know but yeah
1: there's so many games (laughs) games on games on games why there's so many (laughs) games okay we're getting to the end of this list guys next we got Metal Hellsinger a rhythm based shooter I saw, I listened. To, I heard metal playing, and I was like, "What is that?" And I saw a boss fight. And the shotgun was going with the beat, and I was like, "Oh my god! What is this? Can I get my <laughs> hands on this?"
0: <laughs>
1: burda, burda,
0: so it was like Doom, kind of, with all that heavy metal music, or that they do, or oh
1: yeah, yeah, like just like Doom, but the shotgun was pretty much synced to the beat. I was like, "Why is this game like?" calling me to play it you have me at room based shooter i don't know what else you want <laughs> but that was like something that i was like oh that might be good hopefully so we'll see in that one and finally we had felicia day show us the dungeons of Nihalbach. chaos she'll be playing a character that game this would be a tactical dungeon game mm-hmm. and i almost saw felicia day i was like okay okay it looks it looks more funnier than like anything else you know yeah, this it looks really ha, cool. Ha. Yeah, it definitely
0: looks really cool. I'm definitely probably gonna check this one out. Um, it, it's her writing, and she's very witty in writing. Um, a lot of people, the guild, yeah, yeah, with the guild. The, the guild was very well written. Um, her books that she writes are, are pretty well written, um, and, and the and the, peop, the folks she collaborates with, just kind of mm-hmm. understand that culture of you know Dungeons and Dragons basically, and they understand the culture of video games, um, and, and so. It's almost like all of her stuff, she writes as a fan. And so to me, it gives it a, a sense of more... Um, I more meaningful for me that she's a fan of this stuff and she's getting to write this stuff.
1: Um, yeah, she's more in tune to the emotions of the person that should be reading this versus the people that don't get
0: Exactly, know? yeah, yeah. And I know this isn't a huge studio. It's a pretty small studio. Um, but it looks really cool. And I'm kind of excited to play it and, and see... Hopefully it brings some of that guild, the guild humor into it, you know, and we can see those sorts of things. Especially, you know, because you know she had so much to do with with some of the background, uh, geek and sundry, and all that stuff. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited to see it.
1: Okay, from Hello Games we got the Last Campfire, and this is like the this game is very cute. What's that? This game is very cute and it's very sad. And you see the main character kind of like pull bu- pull like a bag off of a dead body, and it's like, oh, I feel I feel bad for this thing. Damn it, Hello Games. Why do you get to my heartstrings? I don't know. Maybe it's just something that's cute. It's like, he's lonely. Someone give this thing a hug.
0: I know. And the quote there is, um, rekindling hope in an otherwise hopeless world. I was like, aww. Uh, He just needs a friend. Uh, (laughs) but it looks really cute.
1: And the final game that we have carefully chosen from PC Gaming Show Outlast Trials. This is going to be a co op horror experience. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm going to give a really bad confession. I've never played an Outlast game.
1: I'm going to give you an honest confession. I have played an Outlast game, and I won't play an Outlast game again.
0: Really? This is not your cup of tea, or this not very good?
1: Um, I don't do well with claustrophobia.
0: <laughs> oh, gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I just don't do well with horror um, games yeah. in general. Um, I just not. I don't know. Just, they just don't excite me. So, See, probably horror more
1: games excited. I suck at. But survival horror, then you got me.
0: Yeah, well that's yeah that's kind of a different you know mm. different genre. So yeah, no, I, I get it,
1: I get it. But that does it for the PC gaming show. Um, that was our take, honestly, with the whole fact that E3 has been canceled because of COVID. I thought this was a great change mm-hmm. to like what we are used to. I'm liking these online shows a lot more. This feels a lot more like they're again out to the fans versus. They're trying to, like, get out to, like, who's going to buy these games. You know, like, who's going to, like, what company wants to, you know, buy, you know get a stock this game. Come on. Yeah. It just feels like you're getting trailers. You're getting on that BS. And hopefully no shitty acting. I don't know. Ubisoft. We haven't seen you guys yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah.
0: That was the show. Yeah, guys. And that was the mailbag question. That was our Those were our thoughts on the PC gaming show. And let's continue on with this show. Moving on to our one of our favorite subjects and topics of the podcast. Each week, we like to take a look at new and old video games that we are currently playing. Uh, discuss them. We call this section, What is Tickling Our Funny Bits? Jesse, what's tickling your funny bits this week?
1: Well, it's only been a few days, and... Uh, I'm, I'm still in that P- PSO2 grind. I love Fantasy Star. I think that's great. Uh, I may have found the world's, like, easiest but dumb fun class, and that is Gunner. And uh. it's just because you get these... First of all, the game is an auto-lock-on feature you can activate anytime you want to. So you can just, like, run around just shoot things constantly. But the moves, you get... Oh my god, it's just insane. Uh... You get this whole Dante kind of like... How Dante kind of fired his pistols off. You get that kind of move with like these little twin machine guns. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then you get this whole bandana kind of spin. I'm like, where the hell is this coming from? And then finally you get this... This super like high like jump. I'm gonna shoot the ground like... Multiple times because the guy under me... And I was like, dear gosh, there more to this game? But then it gets better when you find the matrix fire where you just where you dive through the air in bullet time, shooting rounds, then did a whole matrix circle of fire. And I was like, oh dear god, why has this class been hidden from me? What the hell? Um and then I bought Torchlight 3 and I'm gonna be honest here, I'm gonna be honest hell. I'm waiting for the single-player function that activates, because everything's not online multiplayer. Which I can deal with, you know, I'm used to have my Diablos and my Path of Exile and stuff like that. But when the servers are down, you can't play yet. Huh. So I was, I mainly got three hours in the game. And so far, I'm enjoying it. Definitely the cosmetic upgrade, I guess you want to call it that. And they kind of made everything a little more simpler to play. And, yeah, I mean, which I can say more, but I haven't got a chance to play more. But, Jeremy, what have you been playing? What have you been tickling your funny bits?
0: All right, so I beat Ease, the Oath and Fell Ghana. Um, I'm doing a review on that right now for my YouTube channel. It should be out hopefully um, at the beginning of next week. Um, but I loved the game. I think the game was absolutely brilliant. I, I've been wanting. I've been, had the Ease series on my. Radar for a long time, and I wanted to kind of finally take the plunge. I was, I'm kind of in between games right now, and so I wanted to take the plunge. Um, It is about a 10 hour game. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Um, It's a really good dive into the E's world. The characters were great. The music was phenomenal. Uh, The storyline was really good. It was short. It was straight to the point. There wasn't any, you know, beating around the bush on anything. I think honestly, there were maybe like six side quests you could do total. Um, so it's one of those quick games if you want a nice weekend game to play. ease the Oath of Felghana is absolutely brilliant. Um, then of course I got on Persona 4 Golden. I'm working my way through that. I haven't had as much time spent in that game. I'm about six hours into it as of uh, this moment, so I've played about six hours. So far so good. Um, it, it's it's good. The music is is great. The, the story dives in a lot quicker than Persona 5, so I've really mm-hmm. enjoyed that. Um, it, it's really cool that this This actually seems to have more of a purpose at the very beginning. Um, So I really have enjoyed that. I didn't realize that Persona 4 actually had that sort of story, so I'm excited to continue it. And I was watching a a really popular streamer uh, late night this weekend playing EverQuest. And so I was like, huh, I played that game. I wonder if my login still works. Guess what? My login still works... All of my characters are there. My top tier character that I rated, one of the top world guilds in EverQuest is there. Um, That's my claim to fame, but it's not much fame. Uh, We were one of the top tier guilds in EverQuest. All my stuff is there. And so I just started tinkering with it. I started a new character to see how they changed it. And they've changed so much. Um, But it's kind of a cool, chill game if you want to play. The interface is so messy. The game is so slow. But it's just kind of like one of those things that it's nostalgic, and it's it 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 helps. So you pretty much
1: said, man, fuck well classic, bring back EverQuest.
0: <laughs> I I it's going strong apparently. You know you can play for free, or if you want to pay a monthly subscription, they have basically the servers are split. Uh, there's X amount of servers for free, and then there's X amount of servers that get more perks if you pay to play, and it's still like fifteen bucks a month. I'm not paying 15 bucks a month for EverQuest. Um, but they, Yeah, anymore. No, no, not at all <laughs> anymore. Um, but it was a really nice trip down memory lane to see some of those things understand. Who knows? I might kind of tinker with it from time to time because more and more people are starting to play it.
1: Oh, my God. I, I haven't heard of EverQuest in a while. Then it's like... I think the first time I heard EverQuest, like, I was a console gamer. And then all of a sudden, like... When G4 was playing shows, or retired. Like, what's your favorite EverQuest expansion? I'm like, what the fuck is EverQuest? And the whole show about EverQuest. Like, this is expansion? No, this is expansion. I was like, why is there so many expansions in this fucking game? Oh, there's
0: 26 actually now. 26 expansions. Yeah. Now. Um, <laughs> and, and what's uh, WoW at? <laughs> uh, well, like eight or nine or something like that. Yeah. No, I get it. Um, it's, it's a good game, though. It was it was one of those yeah. games. It, it honestly was basically D&D MMO. Um, yeah. You know, everything was a, a dice roll or a check against things. And that's, I think that's why I enjoyed it so much. But those are the games that have been tickling my funny bits. Uh, what about game releases for this week, Jesse?
1: Oh, boy. We got game releases the week of June 22nd. <sighs> okay. Whew. Duke Nukem 3D, 20th anniversary edition World Tour for Switch on the 23rd. SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for King and ba- Bottom. Rehydrated PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on 23rd. Star Wars Episode 1, Racer, PS4 and Switch on 23rd. Tower of Time or PS4 on 23rd. Ninjella on the Switch on 24th. Blair Witch on the Switch on 25th. Phantom Covered Ops on, on Rift and Quest, uh, Joy VR, on June 25th. The Almost gone on Switch, PC, iOS, and Android on 25th. Tower of Time on Switch on 25th. Fairy Tale on PS4, Switch, PC 26. Seven Doors, what the hell? On PC on 26th. Tower of Time, man, getting some release dates here. On Xbox One 26th. and Yes, Your Grace on Xbox One and Switch on 26. Oh fuck!
0: I think I think. Uh few of those games or maybe going to game pass for xbox i think that's what i noticed so um yeah Duke the games are i can't believe that's a 20th anniversary edition
1: 20th world anniversary tour. edition uh, i feel so long, old man how long is that freaking title then huh yeah i think i feel it's like 20th anniversary world tour uh <laughs> xd uh, <laughs> Can Duke, you feel it, Balls of steel? I don't know.
0: Duke Nukem, it is that '80s hair band that still just cannot give it up. You know that they're still cranking out a rendition of that game somehow um, every time we turn around, and it can't be oh, too who's hard. That,
1: who's that guy? Uh freaking... Uh, I'm trying to remember what the frick he was in. Uh, I don't know. It's like one of those definitely hair bands. Uh, Spash and Bach from... Uh, oh yeah, yeah, uh,
0: yeah. I know who you're talking about yeah.
1: Yeah, but now he's just doing like Christmas shows, Skid Row, singing Silent Night. Skid Row, there yeah. we are. Yeah. Now he's just singing Silent Night <laughs> as A's music, and people are like moshing with his mom. I guess <laughs> that's awesome.
0: So yeah, no, I, <coughs>
1: nothing excites oh, me on this list at all. Uh, I would say SpongeBob, SquarePants, Valkyrie, and Bond for me because the Speedrun community's game. Holy crap! Oh, okay. They have they have broke this game. Pretty much. Yeah, broke this game and this game is still very popular for speedrunners. Interesting. I didn't and, know that. And I'm I'm kinda sad for this one, you know. Cool. And I guess everything else can stay at the bottom of the sea.
0: It can stay at the bottom of the sea, oh my gosh. Uh, you see what I did there. <laughs> uh, I I did see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> And friends, sadly, it's that time again to end the podcast. Let's sell out and promote our content, though, Jesse. Let the good folks of the internet internet, know where they can find you.
1: You can come find me at com slash Tapper, where I'm playing games regularly. You can come follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tapper, where you can see pictures of me and my cats or hear what I feel about current game news. Sky, where can we find you at? Sorry, Jeremy. (sighs) Ah, it's okay.
0: Skyroby, yeah. Jeremy, whatever. Uh, friends, you can find me on Twitch.tv/slash Mr. Skyroby. That's M-R-S-K-Y-R-O-B-I. Uh You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Skyroby, where I post nonsense as usual and uh, play video games. Um, this week we're we're kind of focusing on RPGs again, and that does it for our time again this week's this week, folks. Remember, our goal here at the Arcade Raiders podcast is to deliver our own unique perspective into the video gaming world with random musings and discussion. Until next week, enjoy playing your video games.